Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the star on today's statistics episode. We read the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. We know where we are. We know who we are, who we are. Before we get uh, into the uh, episode proper, uh, as I mentioned in the past, I'm not sure which way I ended up going with this, but I know I said one of the following. I either said that I was going to do listener email or listener mail, I guess, in general, uh, prior to the episode following its receipt. Um, But I know I also said something along the lines of only doing that on Friday episodes. I don't remember which way that ended up falling. Uh, Either way, it is a Friday episode, so it doesn't really affect things for this instance. Um, And uh, I guess I'll figure that out next time if I want to do one way or the other. Either way, uh, there's a listener email for me to read today. Uh, This comes from Derek. Uh, I recently, I saw that, so in the Fantasy Movie League for the Cinerealist League, there is someone whose username on there is Derek. There's, I think, numerals involved. But I recognized that name when I saw that the same username of a person had followed me on Letterboxd. And so I kind of put two and two together. And I assume this is the same person. I think that the stars kind of align and it makes sense that it would be. So uh, Derek's email is, Hi, I was listening to the most recent episode of the Cinerealist podcast and I heard them mention your podcast. I have started listening from the beginning and this spreadsheet sounds amazing. Is there any way to download a blank version of the spreadsheet with all the formulas in there? I have tried to enter them myself, but with no luck. I understand if you don't want to give it out because of all the time you've put into it. Either way, still love the show, and we'll keep listening, Derek. Uh, thank you, Derek, so much. That means a lot. And you know, it's true. the The podcast or the spreadsheet is a ton of work. I have put, you know, countless thousands of hours into into adjusting and editing and and working on the my film spreadsheet. Not to mention the countless other spreadsheets I have for various other things, and. My initial reaction is that I I I've, I brought this up before, but I, I kind of just want to be able to have the whatever the data and the format of what I have on my spreadsheet to some degree to be like available as like a website. That would be the best option for me. I can't do that myself, and so I'm not. I wasn't sure upon receiving that email like how much. I could transfer what I do to somebody else because, you know, I've built this thing from the ground up. I've put a lot of time and effort into it. You know, I'm self-taught as far as Excel is concerned. And it's a lot of time, you know, and I don't think, I think a lot of people and like what I wish could be possible were that, was that, you know, you put in the movie and you write the movie and then it fills everything else out for you. I wish that were possible. At the moment, it's not. And because of that, it does take a lot of time to go and find the director and the writers and the actors that are in this movie and to find and put them into a spreadsheet and to find them on the spreadsheet and then to edit their movies and and do it this way and that way. And it's not easy. But what I did, and um, it took some time, but I was able to figure this out, I 
broke things down as much as possible. So I took out what I consider to be generally superfluous information and kept the bare bones of things. I kept the formulas and I kept the formatting and I ported that information over to a new spreadsheet, which I, ca I called a blank slate. And I left one movie in there, which is The Nightmare Before Christmas, my favorite movie. And essentially, if you look through all the tabs, you know, it just has one movie um, and it has an, ex you know, it goes through and has its rating 100 out of 100. And, you know, you can go through all the pages and it has the single director, Henry Selick, and the writers, Tim Burton, Carolyn Thompson. The handful of actors that I that I have on my spreadsheet that have made it so they're here and the genres that it satisfies and if the Academy Awards it was nominated for and then the year page and the series page and all these things uh, but it's all like super bare bones super small not a lot of information because there shouldn't be because if it's somebody else's then obviously who knows what movies they've seen so I do have this available I can and I meant and I'm going to you know talk about this at some point but there will be an episode in the future that details the spreadsheet I use and all the intricate aspects of it. And so that being said, I've already sent this to Derek because, you know, I appreciate the fact that he even asked for it. You know, I've sent copies of the full spreadsheet I used to other people in the past, but that's not really the same thing. And uh, it, it's this way it's a lot easier you know if he's seen the nightmare before christmas all he has to do is change the rating in a couple of places and then go from there to fill out the rest of the information and you know if you know so so if anybody wants this then at the moment you know i'm happy to give it to you you just gotta email me and if you want you know obviously i'm happy to help with any problems questions and and otherwise things that you may want to know about it and how to fill it out and how it works and, and if you want to change things and it's not really working out how you expect it to I'm happy to help there as well and yeah it's it's exciting I think uh, I, I guess because you know I look at it as you know maybe maybe the, the, the fact that even like somebody wants an, a version of it is kind of emphasis and proof that like this kind of a thing could be useful to everyone or or desirable to anyone and so it makes me feel like I'm one step closer to ever making it like a website or or something in that sense so thank you Derek uh for the email and for kind of pushing me toward creating this blank slate version of my spreadsheet and uh as I said if anybody else wants a version of it at the moment, I'm just going to give it to you, you know. There may be a time sometime in the future if, you know, fingers crossed, podcast is, like, super popular or anything like that, that it, it won't be free. It might be, like, a Patreon reward or something. But at the moment, it is absolutely free. It is whoever wants it can have it. And uh, all you have to do is reach out. So thanks again. And uh, let's move on to this episode on the star this week's new release the new animated release the star last night yesterday afternoon and there are enough actors in it quite a number of actors in it and it definitely qualifies as a statistics episode candidate it's 
not good. Uh, this is not a good movie. It's, uh, if you haven't seen any of the promotional material for it, it's the uh, birth of Jesus, but as told from a donkey's perspective, the donkey that carries Mary to Bethlehem. And uh, you can see in the manger in many of the iterations of the story. And, I mean, that in and of itself is already seems like a, a puzzling and problematic narrative device and, and perspective. But going beyond that, the film has to inject additional drama into this story because there really isn't much. Uh, otherwise. And so you end up with this really bizarre and poor characterization of everyone. Uh, lack of any 3D... <laughs> lack of any three-dimensional characters in general. Um, you know, the main villain doesn't have a single line of dialogue. And, you know, like... The, the King Harad who is shown pretty prominently in, like, the first half of the movie, doesn't show up in the second half of the movie. So I'm not sure what the filmmakers were really going for. Uh, you have all these animals who, for better or worse, and generally for worse, are voiced by talented voice actors and normal actors and people in general, and none of them... God, it's just, it's all, it's all terrible. I, I don't know, I'm not going to get too deep into it, because statistics episode. But, man, it's so bad, I wouldn't recommend anyone to go to see it. Uh, I, I imagine that even if you are uh, a devout and religious person, it's, if you have any concept of, of film quality, this is not a good one. You know, it feels like a VeggieTales movie uh, for me. So, that being said... The star. Let's get into its statistics. Um, I saw this November sixteenth yesterday. Uh, it cl I clocked it at eighty one minutes. I'm not perfectly sure on this this number, uh, but I, I think that's about where it lands uh, when you discount the credits. It is a twenty seventeen animated film. My summary: the birth of Jesus from the perspective of a donkey. Fairly straightforward. My rating: a six out of 100, and uh, the la last check tomato meter was at 72, uh, which is shameful, it's, there's no reason it should be that high, um, and it has since dropped to 68, which is still infinitely too high, uh, so hopefully that will come down. The director, Timothy Reckhart. Reckhart. Uh, this is the second film credit of his I've had. I have. Uh, it low, lowers his average film rating to a forty-eight. Uh, it is his second best film. It is his worst film behind uh, Oscar-nominated short animated film *Head Over Heels*, which I think is fantastic. Uh, his value is now a zero, and his score is a twenty-four. He is now ranked one thousand one hundred and nine seventy-ninth. Overall, he um, puts him tied with Angelina Jolie, for what that's worth. The writers, there are two writers on the film. 
The first is Scott Moore, um, part of a, a writing duo that was broken apart for this film. Uh, John Lucas and Scott Moore have collaborated on quite a few films, including Four Christmases, A Bad Mom's Christmas, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, Rebound, 21 and Over, Bad Moms, Office Christmas Party, The Hangover, to name a few. But uh, only Scott Moore was credited on this film. This is his ninth film credit. It lowers his average film rating to a 28.33. It is his sixth film that I've rated between a 0 and a 24, and ranks as his worst film to date. Uh behind four Christmases. It drops his value to a negative 12 and his score to an 11.18. He is now ranked 4047th, uh, just ahead of Akiva Goldsman. Uh, Akiva Goldsman. Yeah. Oscar-winning direct uh, writer for A Beautiful Mind, Akiva Goldsman. Moving on to actors. We have... I believe 17 credits for this film. Starting out with Christopher Plummer. This is the 21st film credit for Christopher Plummer. It lowers his average film rating to a 65.19. Uh, it is his second film, rated between 0 and 24, and his, 21st, and his worst film overall, uh, right behind Must Love Dogs. Uh, he now has a film value of 12, and a score of 73.02. He is ranked 134th overall behind Angelica Houston and ahead of Saoirse Ronan. Christopher Plummer. <sighs> Next up is Fred Tataskior. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, who is a voice actor exclusively in relatively minor roles. This is his 21st film credit and lowers his average film rating to a 58.81. It is his third film rated between 0 and 24 and his 19th best film overall, coming in ahead of The Huntsman Winter's War and behind the Angry Birds movie. He lowers his film value to a 7 and his score to a 60.7. He is now ranked 567th overall, right behind Saeed Tagmawi and ahead of Mel Brooks. Next up is Kari Walgren. Uh, also a fairly prominent voice actor, um, mo uh, mostly Disney-affiliated uh, in the past. Um, she's in Tangled and uh, Bolt to and, and Paper Man. Uh, she, this is her seventh film credit. It lowers her average film rating to a 66.14. It's her first film. But rated between 0 and 24, and ranks as her worst film, coming in behind Tinkerbell and The Legend of the Never Beast. She now has a value of 4.5 and a score of 55.94, leading to a rank of 893, coming in just ahead of Dominic West, and just behind uh, a group of people, including Joan Fontaine, Fontaine uh, Stephen Delane, and Gray Griffin, among others. Next up is uh, Harpo herself, Oprah Winfrey. This is her eighth film credit and lowers her average film rating to a 60.38. Uh, 
is her first and only film, rated between 0 and 24, making it her worst film of the eight, coming in behind her Oscar-nominated performance in The Color Purple. She has a film value of 2.5 and a score of 51.3. This puts her tied with James Badge Dale, behind Patrick Wilson, and ahead of Shelley Winters. Not too far below her, uh, uh, she's ranked uh, 1,309th. Not too far below her is Ving Rhames. This is Ving Rhames' 18th film credit, lowering his average film rating to a 55.78. This is his fourth film rated between 0 and 24, and ranks as his worst film overall. He has a film value of 1, a score of 51.2, which ranks him at 1,314th, so just five spots behind Oprah. He is tied with Dennis Christopher, Fernando Ray, Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, ranks a, just ahead of Joan Crawford, and just behind Adriana Barraza. A little further down from him is Zachary Levi. Uh, this is his sixth film credit, and lowers his average film rating to a 63.67. Uh, this is his first and only film, rated between 0 and 24, and wor ranks as his worst film to date. Lowers his film value to a 3. Uh, worst film to date behind Tangled Ever After. Uh, uh, lowers his film value to a 3, his score to a 50.75, which ranks him as 1,365th overall, tied with Michael Douglas and Amanda Bynes, ahead of Ewan McGregor and behind Peter Fonda. Uh, jumping into the bottom half at this point, uh, we find Chris Christofferson. This is his 11th film credit and lowers his average film rating to a 47.82. It is his second film rated between 0 and 24 and ranks as his worst film to date behind The Big Bounce. He now has a film value of negative 3.5 and a score of 36.96, which ranks him as 2,823rd right behind Tony Cox, and right ahead of Lucas Till. Lucas Till, freak recent star of Monster Trucks. Yeah. Next up is Keegan-Michael Key. This is his 21st film credit, and lowers his average film rating to a 48.33. It is his fifth film, rated between 0 and 24, and uh, is his 20th best film, coming in ahead of Why Him?, and coming in behind, just go with it. Uh, the star lowers his value to a negative 7.5 and his score to a 36.63. He is ranked 2,842nd, coming in behind Natalie Morales and ahead of Julie Haggerty. Next up is Anthony Anderson. This is his 15th film credit. Lowers his average film rating to a 46.8. Uh, it is his third film, rated between 0 and 24, and his 15th film overall, worst film, coming in behind Grudge Match. Drops his value to a negative 6, his score to a 35.29, and his rank to 2,952nd. Uh, Anthony Anderson is ranked behind a couple of people above him, uh, including... Paula, no, including Blake Anderson, Alice Englert, Brandon Suho, Elaine Cassidy, and ahead of Aoi Cravalho. 
the voice of Moana. Next up is Mariah Carey. This is her eighth film credit and lowers her average going to a 46.75. It's her third film, right between 0 and 24, and is her worst film so far. It comes in behind The Bachelor. Drops her film value to a negative 3.5, drops her score to a 33.9, and ranks her at 3,071st, tied with Ike Barinholtz. And behind Joss Ackland, and ahead of Michael Mecklehatton. 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 Cool. Next up is Tyler Perry. This is the fourth film credit of his I've seen and lowers his average film rating to a 49.75. It is his first and only film, rated between 0 and 24, making it his worst film, coming in behind Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. It drops his film value to a negative 0.5 his score to a 32.67, and his rank to 3,174th. Uh, puts him tied with Maura Shearer, Sailor Ward. It puts him behind Andy Dick, and ahead of Leslie Bibb. Tyler Perry. Uh, below that is the lead voice in this movie, Stephen Yuen. Yen? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. The guy from The Walking Dead, the Asian guy from The Walking Dead. Uh, this is his second film credit and drops his average film rating to a 39.5. It is his only film, rated between 0 and 24, making it his worst of two films. The other film is also a film from this year, Okja. Star drops his value to a negative 1, his score to an 18.75, which ranks him at 3,927th overall, tied with Phil Collins and Mimi Rogers. Puts him ahead of Johnny Galecki and behind Josh Peck. Hmm. Below him is Gina Rodriguez, voice of Mary. This is her second film credit and drops her average film rating to a 37.5. It is her first and only film rated between 0 and 24, making it her worst of two. The other film being Deepwater Horizon from last year. Uh, her film value is now a negative 1.5, and her overall score is 17.25. She is now ranked 3,978th overall, tied with Leela Lauren, uh, who is in The Hangover Part 3, behind Gloria Rubin, and ahead of Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Still below her is Kristen Chenoweth, her 14th film credit, dropping her average film rating to a 34.57, is her 5th film, rated between 0 and 24, and ranks as her 13th best film, coming in ahead of The Boy Next Door and behind Four Christmases. What are the chances? Uh, drops her film value to a negative 13.5, drops her score to a 16.75, ranking her at 3,991st overall tied with Jordan Ladd, behind Joanna Garcia Swisher, and ahead of Willa Holland. Willa Holland plays the sister to the Green Arrow on the show Arrow on the CW. Below her is Tracy Morgan. This is his 17th film credit, dropping his average film rating to a 34.29. This is his 8th film, rated between 0 and 24. It is 
uh, his 15th film overall, coming in ahead of G-Force and behind Accidental Love. Drops his film value to a negative 15.5 and his score to 15.18. His rank is now 4,014. Uh, puts him behind Dominic Garcia Laredo and ahead of Margaret Avery. Uh, Garcia Laredo was in At Middleton and Wild Card, while Margaret Avery was in The Color Purple and Oscar nominated for it, according to my records. I think so. Below Tracy Morgan is Gabriel Iglesias and his ninth film credit, dropping his average film rating to a 29 flat. It is his sixth film rated between 0 and 24, and his sixth best film overall, coming in ahead of Smurfs, The Lost Village, and behind The Nut Job. Uh, it drops his film value to a negative 9, his score to a 14.73, and his rank to 4,020th. He is ranked behind Sean Whalen and ahead of Eric Sang. Eric Sang is one of the actors in the foreign language film Monster Hunt. Below that is Patricia Heaton. You may know her as uh, the wife of Ray Romano in Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, This is her second film credit. She has an average film rating of 17, and it is her only film rated between 0 and 24. It is her worst film, as such. It ends up ranked behind the first Beethoven movie. She has a film value of negative 3, a score of 5.5, and is ranked 4,147th overall. Uh, For reference, that is out of uh, 4,182 people total. Moving on to genre... The star animated uh, is rated 6, year 2017, categories adventure, animation, comedy, fantasy. It lowers the average film rating of adventure films to 54.07, animation films drop to 55.78, comedy films drop to 55.84, and fantasy films drop to 55.34. I clocked it at a 1 on the Bechtel test. Um... All the female characters are separated from other female characters, as you would expect, uh, and it is a has a rating of PG. The Academy Awards doesn't have any nominations right now. Uh, it's not going to get any, and that's all there is to it. Moving on to the year of 2017, it is my 217th film released in 2017 that I've seen, and it is my 1,053rd film that I've seen in 2017. Lowers the average film rating of 2017 films to 48.65. Actually increases, at the moment, the tomato meter of 2017 films to 61.86. It is the 33rd adventure film, the 26th animated film, the 81st comedy, and the 29th fantasy. As one on the Bechtel test, it is part of the 34.56% of those films from this year. And it has a rating of pg uh, which is, makes it the 18th film rated PG from this year. That's how that is going to be. Uh, it doesn't have any impact on 
IMDb top 250, my own top 300, or Circle of Film Awards in any way, shape, or form, because it's terrible. <clears throat> and it is not part of a series either. So, uh, going back and just looking at 2017 films, it ends up ranked... Um, 199th out of 217 films. Uh, just ahead of Smurfs the Lost Village and just behind You Get Me. And that's uh, the star in all of its um, brilliance and uh, whatnot. So, again, <laughs> don't go see it. It's really bad. And it really uh, hurt a lot of people that were involved in the film. Uh, all that being said, I, I will I will now, that it's the end of the episode, go into a little bit more of uh, what the future episodes I'm working on are going to be about. So I am in the process of recording and editing the 2015 Circle of Film Awards episode and uh, hope to have that finished and out to you guys on Monday. I am also working on um, an episode that will do an incredibly deep dive into my spreadsheet and how it works and the many facets therein um, as far as how I go through editing it and what data it actually displays. Um, additionally, uh, it has been long overdue, but the $1 reward level of the Patreon account has been achieved for a long time now, and the while it technically is like less than a dollar, which is what, what's kind of put me off on recording this episode that I'm supposed to record, it's still a dollar. Like, you can't, since no one can pledge less than a dollar, it's technically still at that level. So, there's an episode there that I have to record. And if you're interested in what that is about, you can check out the Patreon. And finally, uh, having finished watching all the top movies from Zach and James, that episode is uh, on its way as well. And uh, as although I was planning to get it out for next week, it may not be able to uh, come out then depends on my time. Obviously, there's going to be uh, a, a desire and demand for something regarding Justice League, I'm assuming. And so that's probably coming out next week as well, on top of the 20, 2015 Circle of Film Awards. Uh, so I'll see if I'll be able to get uh, Zach versus James out next Friday, or if two episodes next week will end up being devoted to Justice League. Uh, depends. So, anyway, uh, thank you for listening, and um, please, uh, you know, check out more of the show. If you would like to uh, send me, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or answers, you can send those to circleoffilm at gmail.com. If you would like to check out the show, more episodes, myself, the spreadsheet, etc., head over to circleoffilm.com, and if you were interested in contributing to the show in any way, shape, or form, head over to patreon.com slash circle of film. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fails.